everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. My name is Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church located in Fort Washington, Maryland. Honored to have you be a part of the prayer call. Um, thank you so very much for your presence. On oh, last week, I looked at a parable um, located in Matthew chapter 13, verse 31 through 32. And that particular parable is the parable around the mustard seed. And it says, he put another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sold in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it has grown, but when it has grown, it is larger than all the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air could make nests in its branches. Now that's Matthew thirteen, thirty one and thirty two. Today I like to focus my attention and your attention to Matthew thirteen, verse thirty three. And this is what it says. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leaven. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leaven. So here's what the kingdom of heaven looks like in the life of an individual believer. If you've made your own bread, you you know kind of something about this thought of baking. Um, leaven, which is like yeast, produces fermentation in the dough, causing it to rise when it's baked. So every time bread was made, a piece of leavened dough was put into storage. When the next batch of dough was made, the leavened dough was mixed into it, causing the new dough to rise before it was baked. John MacArthur says, when a Jewish girl was married, her mother would give her a small piece of leavened dough from a batch baked just before the wedding. From that gift of leaven, the bride would make bread for her own household throughout her married life. Why? Because it's a living organism. In other words, it keeps right on living and spreading. So here's what Jesus is saying to us. Jesus is saying that a small amount of leaven mixed into a batch of dough will permeate the whole lump and change its entire nature. Bake it without the leaven, and it becomes hard. It becomes crispy, and it becomes flat. If you bake it with the leaven, it rises light and fluffy and becomes delicious to eat. I want you to think about this in relationship to your experience um, as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. When God's grace comes into your heart, it's like a little leaven being mixed 
into the dough of your life. In other words, y'all, God began a work of grace in our hearts, and gradually what he began in us has permeated the whole of our lives. It has permeated all of us. God's grace begins to influence your conscience. It begins to influence your emotions. It begins to influence your affections. It begins to influence your mental, the way that you think. It begins to influence your mind. It is changing your nature from the inside out. And here's what the rule of Christ looks like in the life of a believer. It goes everywhere. No part of the dough is unaffected. So the rule of Christ in the life of a believer may have a small beginning, but it will end up in a complete transformation. Here's what um, Philippians 1 and 6 says to us. He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And when he appears, as according to 1 John 3 and 2, when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. When you become a believer, you begin to see how far you are from what God's calling you to be. There's a new longing for holiness in your life. And sometimes all you can see is how far short of it you are. This is what Satan does for us, you all. Satan keeps saying to us, look at, where, look at what you were. But then Jesus says to us, look at what you will be. Sometimes Satan's job is to keep us stuck in what we used to be, while God's job is to get us to see where we are headed. Satan keeps saying to us, look at what you were, but Jesus says to us, look at what you will be. None of us are there yet, and right now we are a mass of contradictions. If we would just be honest, we could admit we love Christ. But yet at the same time, we feel the pull of the world. And sometimes we behave in ways that grieves God. None of us are there yet. We are a mass of contradictions. There are times we trust Christ. But yet at the same time, we're subject to all kinds of doubts and fears. None of us are there yet. Right now, we are a mass of contradictions. We have resurrection life. Yet at the same time, our bodies are subject to weakness, subject to decay, and subject to death. But the day is coming when you will love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. You will love your neighbor as yourself. Temptation and pain and disappointment will be distant memories. Your gifts will be fully deployed in the service of God, and God will wipe away every tear 
from your eyes. My brothers and sisters, I have a list of names that I need us to pray for today. I want us to intercede um, on behalf of persons who have written in and said, Pastor, would you all pray for me, please? So today I'm going to ask you all to um, pray for the Thompson family, Michael Thompson, who transitioned and went home to be with the Lord. If you would lift that family in prayer, praying for Brother Larry Thomas and Jackie Thomas and for Deacon Sharon Durham. We're praying for Gary Davis, who was diagnosed with cancer. We're praying for Harry Mason, healing from the cancer that has reappeared. We're praying for Dominique Robinson, that God would heal her body mentally. We're praying for the sister of Norma Ferebi. Um, we're praying for, I'm sorry, praying for Sister Norma Farabee's cousin, Greg Morton, who transitioned on last Wednesday. For Irene Morton. We're praying for Lakeisha Morton. Um, Tanisha Williams. Praying for Michelle Butler and family. I'm going to ask you all today to lift Sister Mary Davis in prayer. Deacon Evelyn Mack, Sister Martina Baxter in prayer, Associate Pastor Talia White, we're praying, Velda Jones, who's having to go back in for another surgery, Sister Gayling Musgrove, we're praying for Jeff Nixon and for Sister Patricia Holmes, cousins and family. His wife of 27 years transitioned. We're praying for Valerie Jones, who has been diagnosed with stage 2 lung cancer. We're praying today for Pastor Stephen Tucker and for Brother Reverend Harold Brinkley. We're praying for the New Commandment Church family. We are praying today for Vanessa Mary's Mother, we're lifting you, my brothers and sisters, those of you who are on this call. We're lifting you in prayer on today that God will get victory in your lives. I want to encourage you, if you don't, if you have not um, submitted names, you can certainly do that by going to um, Carolina Church website, and there is a prayer request issue there that you can push and submit those names and we will be more than happy to bombard heaven on their behalf I'm praying for you today Father in the name of Jesus we are coming to you God because you are our God and beside you there is no other we're grateful God for the privilege of knowing that you loved us enough to save us the truth of the matter is God we wasn't worth saving for you in fact helped us to know that the wages of sin is death 
God is eternal life. And so, God, you saw fit to give us a gift by way of grace that we might obtain eternal life. And so, God, we thank you for looking beyond our faults and seeing our need. Thank you, God, for not eternally condemning us, but giving us an opportunity to have another chance at life. Thank you for your word that has us to know that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And God, we thank you for forgiveness of sin. Few of your believing children gather today. We touch and agree, Lord, please forgive us. Please forgive us of our sins. Please forgive us of that which we've done that was against your will. Please forgive us, God. We pray, Father, today that even in the midst of our salvation, that, Lord, we need you. You've heard the names in which we've called and the sickness that has permeated the bodies and the issues, God, that have crept up in our lives. And, Father, we know that you have all power. So if you be so kind, God, put your finger in your hand in our lives. God, you control the narrative, and get glory from our lives. Father, we need you. Can't do this without you. Dare not even try. So, Father, if you would, I ask today, heal, regulate, deliver, God, set free, set in order, Father, Open doors. Make a way. Give liberty. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would make a way for us. Do it, God, and we know it shall be done. Save, and we know it shall be saved. Deliver, and we know it shall. We shall be delivered. Regulate, God, we know it shall be regulated. Father, we have power and faith in you. So even now, you do it. And we will not take any credit, but we'll give you all the praise, all the glory, and all of the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the people of God said amen. God bless you all. I cover you in prayer. On your mark, get set. Let's grow. Hey, have a great day on purpose. Tune in today at 12 noon to our Bible study. And at 7 p.m. on today, Bible study will start. God bless you all. Have a great day.